Friday night, man. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. <coughs> Finally. Jam into my old shit real quick. (laughs) 
Before we get started, I need to find the disclaimer. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. And you know what? I'm going to do something right now. It's been a long time coming. I've officially removed the disclaimer. I will be creating another disclaimer. All right. That one is old and played out. But without further ado, let's get this shit cracking. All right. Once again, Jersey Judah, it is Friday evening, but for the sake of saying it, since it's already dark, it is Friday night and I'm back with another episode and another edition 
of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Alright, so yo, today was a lot better than the day before, <clears throat> but the day technically still isn't over yet. Um, I did an episode earlier, I told y'all I had to come in, this nigga tried to get me to come in at like 1.30, I was like, nah, I'll come in at like 1.45, 1.50, and that's what I did, so I'm gonna get the fuck out of here at 9.45, so that's one good thing. Another good thing is I'm way ahead of schedule, which is a good thing. Um, I feel a lot better than how I felt before. I'm still coughing a bit, still a little congested, but it is what it is. Um, Like I said, it's another week out of the way. And what more can I say? Um, We got an episode like like none other. We really do. We have we have an episode like none other. We really got two hours on the board. We're really going to do um, two one-hour segments for this episode. We got Hassan Campbell, two parts. Shout out to Vlad TV. Shout out to DJ Vlad. Going into more details of Hassan Campbell's upbringing, what Hassan Campbell did in his past, and what he's doing now, and all that good shit. But we also got some other things. You niggas know, I'm, I'm like... Dude, like, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Like, this video that I seen from academics earlier today, I could really just go over that the entire episode, but I'm not going to do that. Salute to academics, a.k.a. King Academics, a.k.a. The Academy on YouTube. Uh, salute to Jersey, you know, Jersey Zone, you know what I mean? Niggas in Jersey really need to start representing one another. But who am I? You know, I'm only Jersey Judah, you know. My alias is only of the fucking state. You feel me? Um, but yeah, we got um, some tea spilling, but I don't think this is going to be anything worth going through, but we'll try. Um, Diddy is going to get raided real soon for his tapes, alleged tapes. Now, the academic shit I'm talking about is um, the guy who, which I had no clue on. Let me just Let me just briefly bring this to the table. Um, Tisha tells, which of course she, she, she breezed over the political part for obvious reasons. It's fine. But, um, apparently this guy who was a sex worker who was hired by Diddy and Cassie, it's important to note Diddy and Cassie because Diddy had Cassie look these people up, look for these people on the internet. And this guy who later on became a suspect and the shooting at um, Trump Doros, Trump Doros, whatever the fuck that shit is, a Trump building somewhere where Trump was at, this nigga was going to shoot it up. Uh, we later find out um, wild, crazy things, some things that have been considered to be rumors for years, some things people consider as conspiracy theories. This guy just lays it out on the table. Uh, we're going to try to get through most of all of these videos we have prior because the academic shit is no clip. It's like a it's a it's a part of a stream, like a five hour stream that he did. And it's like an hour and some change. But I have remembered, I think, eight minutes, 30 seconds, 15 minutes, around eight minutes and 30 seconds is important. Around 15 minutes is another important part. 
but we'll go through it when the time is right. Um, right now, we're just gonna, you know, chill out a bit. We're gonna go over some uh, Hassan Campbell, DJ, some of the Hassan Campbell and DJ Vlad interview, in which is stirring up a lot of commotion. And let me briefly talk about this quickly. Damn, this juice is good. Um, so Hassan Campbell, as I imagine, when I saw him on Vlad, I was like, oh shit, this is, you know, that's, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? He gets a chance to, to say what he needs to say and for the world to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I did point out the hip, the hypocrisies of a lot of things that Hassan Campbell has said about Vlad being a culture vulture and things like that, but it is what it is. Um, what I what I I guessed, I just predicted. Many of the haters would have a field day with Hassan with with a Hassan Campbell going on a DJ Vlad. Now, y'all niggas heard me. You ever see me or if you ever hear of me on Vlad TV one day, you know I never talk shit about Vlad like that. Now, what I have said is rappers think that he's a fed. I don't think he's a fed, but then again, I'm not a rapper, right? But then again, what I talk about isn't all about violence and glorifying BS. So it's a major difference between me and a so-called rapper. Um, so I wouldn't give a shit. Oh, oh, what did you do growing up? I'll tell him this and that, whatever. I'm not going to incriminate myself, but some people do. <clears throat> so... And also, I checked out um, I checked out a live of Hassan Campbell's. I think he did a live last night. And um, before I went to work, I made sure I grabbed that. I grabbed the Academics live. I tried to listen to Troy Av. Y'all niggas ever heard of Troy Av? He got a uh, he got a show now. Well, he's always had a show, but I think um, Act Now is releasing the show on his page, the Academy page, in order to get you know the subscribers in. It's all right. I think it's pretty funny. I think Troy Ave. I think Troy Ave. That nigga's funny as hell. I don't know if he was trolling the last time. Like the the last episode I seen was he was he was really like on Diddy's side, or at least that's what it sound like. But he may have been trolling because a nigga that say he's on the side of Diddy is a brave soul, or is a rich man that has nothing to lose. Like like Slim Thug was out here praising Diddy. I'm like, yo, dude, relax. Like, <clears throat> like how I see it is like this, yo, right? Like, like, check it out. Like, my way of looking about the situation is, even if I was a fan of Diddy, I would have to be neutral about the situation, right? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't just forget the fact that all of these allegations are going on. I would have to, you know, be very cautious or even neutral about what I say. Now, if I'm a nigga that don't like Diddy, I'm not like I'm not a hater of Diddy. I, it's not even that I don't like Diddy. It's just even his music, like his music is not like the wave. Like it's not like I can't get jiggy with it. You know what I mean? Now, back in the day when he had Mace with him and he had, uh, you know, what I mean, been around the world and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 that shit, that was all right. The beat, the beat, yo, 
I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie though. Bad boy be having some slapping tracks. Whoever be making the beats. Um, you remember uh, Black Rob? Make this money. Take this money. Ain't no way you can take shit from me. That's that that boom 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 boom. Yo, hard hitting classics. I ain't gonna lie. The instrumentals, I'm I'm not gonna lie. They they Diddy. I know he ain't making beats, but whoever behind the keys with that, they got that. They got that for sure. They got that. Anyway, let's start off with Hassan Campbell um, talking about shooting people. Yes, that's right. Shooters. Come outside with the shooters. Okay. Well, around age 18, you got into your own situations. Now, at one point, you shot somebody named Max. Yeah, that was an attempted murder I was charged with. Okay, what was that situation about? Well, um... <laughs> Chill. <laughs> well, Max, um... Chill. Well, Max, it was pretty much a situation oh, where... Oh, no. Me and my boys was walking down the block. Him and his boys was on the opposite side of the street. Max was up and coming at the time, and he was, um, real ignorant. And, um, he was real I disrespectful. I over this shit, nigga. Real challenging. And um, we got into a situation <laughs> where he sat up there and he said uh, he was going to kill me. Whoa. And he ended up on the, up on the opposite side of a, of, a, of a gun being shot. Whoa, whoa. And um, whoa, whoa. the next day after that with, with Max, I believe that was on um, maybe September 5th. Fourth or fifth, fifth or sixth, one of them days. The very next night, uh, I went on a run for a murder case. Jesus. So I had a, a murder and attempted murder case back to back within, Jesus a, within two days. Christ. Okay, so you shoot this guy, Max, during an argument. He survives. You go on the run, but then what happens with the murder? Actually, I didn't. Um, yeah, I, I was on the run. So, um, the the very next night, I'm hanging out um, in Boston Seacore, and I get into it with a guy that I went to, to Truman with, a dude named Javon. And yo, chill, chill, chill. Me and chill. Eric was hanging out. Eric is my co-defendant. Chill, chill, We hanging chill. out over there, Boston Seacore. We hanging chill, out. Javon chill, Javon. And um, he started talking real sideways. Oh no. And in the process of him talking sideways, I was ignoring him, acting like I didn't hear him. So him and Eric started arguing. And in the process of him and Eric arguing, Javon, his words was, nigga, I'm putting, nigga, I'm putting niggas, I'm catching bodies. <laughs> Eric said, what? He said, nigga, I'm catching bodies. I'm putting niggas in a casket. Mm. So when he said that, I just grabbed Eric, say nothing else to talk about. We jumped over the fence, went upstairs, and we left. Now, when we went when, when we went upstairs, Javon's older brother sent some dudes upstairs that knock on Eric's cousin's door over. Whoa! What's going on? What what happened? What happened? What happened here? What's going on? What the fuck is going on here, man? Here we go again. Bluetooth audio. Here we go again, man. Bluetooth audio. 
Here we go again. Yeah. And said, you know, come downstairs so they could squash the beef. Instead of them squashing the beef, we get downstairs. Now we surrounded. Damn. So now when we sitting up there surrounded, you know, they talking real crazy and greasy. Yeah, because this could happen. And Damn, happen son. Blah, 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 whatever. Police comes by. During, okay. during those days, you know, the police they had to jump out, boys. Mm. So when the police went by, everybody started scattering. And when everybody started scattering is when um, me and everything, we didn't have nowhere to go. So now we stuck there. Police drove off. So when the police drove off and the police was gone, now everybody started coming back to us, you know. And in between that, that's when, it, you know, the, the, the situation took place. And out of respect for the um, deceased mother, I don't really want to get into all the details or whatever the case may be. She lost her family. Right. You actually apologize to the mother of the person you killed. Yeah, these yeah. niggas are bizarre, bro. These niggas are bizarre. Okay. At that very moment, how did it feel? I mean, number one, did you know that he was dead? Bro. Absolutely. Okay. Bro, like, these niggas are bizarre. Like, yo, you pop a nigga, right? You pop a nigga. You shoot a nigga. Y'all got street beef, whatever. You shoot the nigga. And then you apologize to the mom? Like, yo, that's reto- Yo, that's crazy. To me, that's disrespect. To me, that's disrespect. That's like if I had a son and my son got shot in some street shit and the nigga that shot my son tells me that he apologizes for it. I'm getting that nigga bodied. Fuck you talking about? I don't know. I That's that's bizarre. I'm sorry. To me, that's bizarre. That's why I don't fuck with niggas. That's bizarre to me. That's weird. How did that feel to know you just killed somebody and there's there's witnesses around and so forth? I mean, my whole life went upside down, but it, it, for the for the most part, um, at that point in time, there was so much anger. If the police didn't lock me up when they did, I would have been in jail for. I would have been. I pretty much would have probably been a serial killer. This nigga if I didn't Bobby. go to jail when I went to jail, how would have this nigga it, made, you know, it was too much anger. This nigga tweaking. This nigga tweaking, bro. This nigga tweaking, bro. And we moving on. We going right on to the next part. Shout out to Vlad. Shout out to Hassan Campbell. Jeez. Jesus. Shit is crazy. <laughs> Okay, now you cleared at one point that after that shooting, Africa Bambada was the getaway driver. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he called the Bambada, he picked you up, and he took you away. Yeah. And, and and him and I met. Yeah. And see, that's what that's why this is this is why when um I first came out with Af- against Africa Bambada, they labeled me as a um. A government informant. Uh-huh. So I, I called Ahmed on the phone and I told him. I said, "Yeah, I got twenty four hours to give me a public apology, or if you're going to make me into a rat, 
then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the precinct. Whoa. And I'm going to let them know that you was the one that was the getaway driver in that car Whoa. that, you know, that drove me and Eric up out of there. Whoa. I'm gonna, just to set the record straight, Eric beat the case on track. They broke it down to manslaughter, broke it down to assault in the first, and I copped out to assault in the first. I had three years on Rikers Island. I copped out to one and a half and four and a half, so I'm not even convicted of murder. It's actually assault in the first. But it was a murder case that they broken down so that they could convict me. Because Eric beat it on a separate, Eric, we separate, the lawyer said it would be best for us to separate our case. So Eric beat it at trial and I copped out. Well, if Bam Bado is a getaway driver, there's no statute of limitations when it comes to murder. And, you know, when you look up, for example, the KPD situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, he tweaking. That's crazy. I was saying, I was, yo, I swear, yo, I swear I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait. Is he pulling a Keefy D? No. Not Poppy. Poppy's pulling a Keefy D? Ay, ay, ay. Basuda. What the fuck? What is going on with the blacks? Yo, this nigga's tweaking. Yo, he said homeboy um, Planet Rock was, was, was the getaway driver. I'm done. I don't even know what to say at this point. This is this is ridiculous. This this is retarded. Twenty seven years later, it's kind of the same thing. Can he technically be convicted of being a part of that murder, even today? Why you think I kept saying to everybody, if I wanted to put Jim Bam in jail, he would be. This is exactly why Bam doesn't play with me. So when people be like, "Oh, he's a government informant," no, you got to understand something. I've been I was knee deep in these streets. And Bam played a big part in my life in these streets. Well, I guess what I don't understand is you get into the situation, you call Bam Bada to, to help get you out of there. Bam Bada gets stabbed, you show up at his house to, to support him. But if this is the dude that molested you, why, why would you ever be around him, period? Like, I, I couldn't... From my point of view, I would never want to see a person like that ever again. And if I did, I'd probably want to do something to them when I was around. Well, I mean, that's that's the question now, isn't it? Excuse me. I got to blow my nose. Pause. Um, <clears throat> I think that's the question that every detractor even a person like me, who's kind of neutral, I, I guys like, and like I always mention these people as an example. They're all similar, but in different ways. If that makes any sense. So, the people that I've, the people that I've listened to, even like at, in the beginning, like Tommy Sotomayor. And then Hassan Campbell later on, they had conflict, but they were more one and the same just from different talking points. Both people talk about the black community, right? Both people have their strong opinions, some controversial opinions about the black community. You know what I'm saying? But the reality of it is... um, When you constantly contradict yourself... 
and like you're not willing to acknowledge it and be and be accountable for that, that's gonna look bad. Like I heard a song Campbell, I heard a stream. Like I, I mentioned this lat, uh, like not even like ten minutes ago, but I checked out this stream from last night today, and he's playing people's clips. And because people talk about similar subjects, he looks at it as, you know, these people are biting me. Yo, these people taking my shit. I do use Snapbox though. Niggas get their Snapbox rock. You get their TV turned off. But I give I give credit where credit is due. Y'all already know the vibes here. You know what I'm saying? But when y'all when y'all when y'all hear something original, trust me, you'll know it. You know what I mean? Because I cook up when it's necessary. Right now I'm chilling out. But um, Hassan Campbell's one of those people who I hate to say it, but in a way, he feeds off of the negativity. I'm gonna say it again. People like Hassan Campbell feeds off of the negativity and the negative attention on the internet. Especially if that negativity is towards him, because he's the first one to play the video and react to it. Which, if you ask me, isn't that big of a deal? Typical. But I think it's a it's a weird situation where every person who's sided with Hassan Campbell has conflict with Hassan Campbell. It's like everybody who sided with Charleston White later on has an issue with Charleston White. Everybody that sided with Tommy Sotomayor, you see where I'm getting at, right? They're all similar, but in different ways. There's reasons why people wouldn't deal with a Hassan Campbell long term, right? If you're talking about knocking a man out and fucking him in his ass and you're supposed to be a straight man, there's I don't like me personally. That's out of pocket. That's just me, though. I don't know how New York niggas get down. They, I don't know. Niggas is off the hook out there, I guess. Jersey, we a little bit more, you know, easygoing to an extent. Like, God damn. He said, he said, he told Doggy Diamonds, and shout out Doggy Diamonds. Um, he told Do- Doggy Diamonds because, because Doggy Diamonds told the world that um, Hassan Campbell was fucked in to the Zulu nation. That's what he said. I didn't say it. And I was like, damn, this beef is real. You know what I mean? And these are old heads. This isn't like beef between like two young niggas. Even two young niggas can shoot it out for sure. They're actually quick. They're quicker to, to, to shoot it out. You know what I mean? Old heads, you know, they'll just go back and forth. But, you know, the situation got, you know, pretty nasty, you know, pretty brutal. Where, you know, a lot of guys, you know, throw shots, take shots at Hassan and say, well, you know, you were molested. You know, you were in a relationship. And like to me, that's that's beyond foul. But that's not my battle. I don't give a fuck. I think it's interesting, though, that if you think about it, you get what you you get what you put out in a sense. Right. Where I don't think people just attack Hassan Campbell for no reason. Like, Hassan Campbell really be violating. <laughs> this nigga really be violating. And y'all already know, I'm here for the crash out. 
I'm always here for the crash out. Don't matter what we're talking about. I'll crash out over Trump. I'll crash out over politics quickly. Shit could escalate quickly. All right. But uh, we're continuing. How much is this left? <coughs> Literally one minute. All right, let's get through this. There was a time where, and me and Eric laugh about it now, when, when we came home from jail, I was groomed. I was around a bunch of child molesters that molested me. Wow. It's like, you know, when I say to my family, they, they talk like my Uncle Bo, for example, right? He never molested me, but he always found himself masturbating in my bedroom with me and my sister in the same room. Wow. And it was like, yo, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. See, cause now this is getting graphic, man. This shit is getting wicked. What type of shit is this, man? I need like some rosary beads. What the fuck is going on here, man? Fuck this. This shit crazy, man. This shit crazy. What the fuck? Oh, the family that screamed out a thousand times over. Ma, he's dying <coughs> again. <coughs> you talking about we're kids here. We're kids here. Mm. It, 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 this, is, this is how I was groomed. It's like when you watch the comedian. I forgot which one it was. I think it was um. Chris Rock, and he talks about how we all got that family member on Christmas and Thanksgiving. He's in the in the living room, and he done touched all the kids. Wow, it's really true. Every wow. damn near every black family has one. Wow. Yeah, man, I'm a like 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 Hassan Campbell definitely had a, a rough upbringing. You know, if there is one thing that I know from what I've been hearing and what I've been watching of him for like the past, I don't know, like two and a half, three years, it's always, it comes back to that. Like, you know, the tough upbringing and, you know, catching a body and it's hard. And this is my thing. And I think a lot of people agree with it, but they just won't be honest about it. It's hard in some cases to feel sorry for someone who in a lot of cases put himself out there and crashes out and tell niggas to suck his dick and he going to while zesty pause worthy activities to him and all that shit it's very it's it's hard but you kind of have to understand at least a little of the method because in this case it's a lot of madness you know it's a rough upbringing poor parenting poor uh poor living conditions poor area poor community projects shit serious no games, you know what I'm saying? No no documentaries, no no cut. You know what I'm saying? It, real life. Anyway, we're moving on now because um, apparently Diddy is in deep water, okay? Diddy do it. <laughs> That's the question. With Diddy, Diddy do it? Diddy do it? Diddy do it? Or Diddy do it? You see what I mean? You see how creative that shit is? You just heard the creativity. Did he do it? Did he do it? Or did he do it? Who knows? But we got more tea to spill, okay? <laughs> we got more tea 
to spill, okay? Apparently, Diddy is going to get raided. Shit is going to get very wacky for Diddy Dirty Money. Um, this has something to do with his tapes. Um, and apparently, allegedly, he also tried to self-delete. He also tried to self-liquidate. He also tried rope dancing. He also tried a jar of pills. You guys know what I'm trying to say. Apparently, he tried to off himself. I'm not sure. But let's dive in and find out. Hey, Reggie, I was curious. Um, in Shook's podcast episodes and, and, and just in general. Oh, yeah. Reggie, Reggie Wright. One of them big ass brolic bodyguard niggas for uh, Suge Knight, Death Row, bunch of wild goons. Roman Los Angeles, Roman California, you know what I mean? I grew up a huge fan of, of Death Row, a huge fan of the symbol. Grew up listening to Snoop, um, Doggy Style, Pauls, um, a whole bunch. I just grew up listening to West Coast hip hop. I didn't start listening to East Coast hip hop realistically until like the early 2000s. I started listening to hip hop in 1996. Uh, Tupac was my first favorite rapper. Suge Knight was like a fucking like a demigod to me. Pause. Because of like his power and, you know, the cigar and just this that like running shit, the suits and shit like real gangster shit. Right. Um, like I said, I, I didn't become a fan of of like East Coast hip hop until like 2000s. That's when I first started listening to like Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt, Illmatic by Nas and like just basic like fun, I call them basic but lyrical, fundamental hip hop artists. You know what I mean? Like those individuals. And then later on, I actually listened to like EPMD, Eric Sermon, Keith Murray, you know, Death Squad, Red Man, shit like that later on. But yeah, Reggie White's one of the uh, the bodyguards, security, whatever the fuck, gang members. Death Row was like a fucking military. Death Row is crazy. He seems to have like a pretty big disdain for Russell Simmons. Do you know the history as to why he dislikes him so much and why he always speaks on him? Well, it, it goes through a lot, mainly with Def Jam. I remember one time Russell Simmons shook some, shook some roses. <laughs> I ain't never seen a person get so pissed off by someone sending some roses. And he said, man, you know that fucking motherfucker just sent me some goddamn roses, Richie? <laughs> I guess it's pretty much like the story when uh, when 50 Cent uh, got when he uh -uh. was so mad. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. What did I tell y'all earlier about Suge Knight? Suge Knight is lifting niggas off the ground, shaking niggas flipping their pockets upside down. The original hanging nigga from the balcony, Suge Knight, is not to fucking play with. We Everybody knows this shit. Like, really, everybody knows this. Suge Knight smacking up Jermaine Dupree, smacking fucking Diddy. He's smacking everybody. Like, yo, niggas, know, like, yo, Suge Knight, like, yeah. Fat Joe had a story about this a long time ago when he had a radio interview. He was talking about how Suge Knight walked into a nightclub in New York, my nigga. 
he walked into a nightclub in New York City. And it was like Moses parting the Red Sea. Everybody moved the fuck back and let this nigga walk through. Everybody. Rap, gangster rap, all these thug ass niggas moved back and let Suge Knight walk through. The only nigga, allegedly, this is a legend. This is the hood legend. A hood fable, if you will. The only nigga that stood his ground and was like, fuck it, was 50 Cent. And Eminem, believe it or not. From what I've heard throughout the years, Eminem was really the nigga that was like with the straps and she got like D12. They all had guns and shit. Like, yo, from what I from what I've heard, even with the Eminem and Benzino shit, Eminem was ready for smoke. Not just with the not just with the bars. Let's get back to the fuckery. And Puffy, when he said that motherfucker offered to take me shopping, you know, that's shit we do for bitches, right? And so that ain't why he's mad. That ain't why I understand him to be mad. He's mainly mad and has that disdain for Russell. Number one, I think because he likes his women, his wife at the time. Oh, shit. Kamora. And you see Ali always got <coughs> her out, even though she was cool with Misa. And uh, that's who she really was messing with. And I'll tell you a story about that. I remember the last time I saw Kamara and Misa, uh, we were in New York uh, at a strip club in New York. And, and actually, we're uh, not Harlem, not Harlem, the the one where uh, it might have been Harlem. It's the one where the uh, where Fat Joe and them from, because we was at a strip club. Out nah, there, that's you know, that's the Bronx. Ergotti Pop. It's Bronx. We gotta verify him. He's a Cali nigga. We gotta verify it. That's that's the Bronx. Fat Joe wasn't from Harlem. What are you talking about? What is this? What's going on here? Where are we in? What what fucking parallel universe do you live in, nigga? You said who? He talking about the Bronx. Strip club in the Bronx. Okay? Sorry, I had to correct that. That that bothered me. Up there. And Kamora and Misa was in the club. They was at the strip club. And Suge was about to pull Misa or Kamara, which one? He was about to pull one of them that night. Because I think Misa was married at the time, so it wasn't Misa. He was going to pull Kamara, and she kept telling him, no, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Get away. Earl Gotti got a big mouth. Oh, he tells shit. everything. He tells everything. And, uh, but I tell that story because, uh, Suge's dislike for Russell always just behind Warren G. Uh, you know, Leor and all of them would try to put out that they were that Suge wanted to sign Warren G. If Suge wanted to sign Warren G, he would have made it happen. He had every opportunity in the world. I have always heard it was Dr. Dre that didn't want to sign Warren G. He was the one that was hating on Warren, not Suge. But the main reason was because Suge really felt that he was owed a lot of money from publishing, music publishing, because Snoop and Corrupt and all of those dudes 
RBX probably, all of them were the ones that wrote most of the stuff, the lyrics on Warren's album. That, that you know, it was doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, from what I remember, Warren G was like a producer at first. Isn't Warren G uh, related, not to Dre, I think he's related to Snoop, right? You know, Snoop's related to everybody in the fucking industry. Can we talk about that? You know Snoop and Ray J are cousins, right? Can I verify this real quick? Hold up. I've always, I brought this up on numerous occasions, right? But yeah, Snoop is like related to a lot of niggas in the industry. You know, I'm not saying it's like really like nepotism or anything like that, but it's worthy to mention the weird scenario that involves Snoop Dogg. If I put in Snoop Dogg's relatives, I'm going to show y'all because I'm I'm speaking. Um, I convey image by podcasting. Snoop Dogg relatives. Wait till you hear this shit. This shit right here was like, I was blown away. I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Like, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, so, like, this shit is crazy. My nigga, there's nothing, there's nothing more bizarre than the family tree of Snoop Dogg. All right? You can go fuck yourself. I'm not donating shit to Wikipedia. Wikipedia can jump off of a fucking bridge. Uh, you know, Calvin. He has. I'm looking for it. Had it listed. Um, other names, occupation, relatives. Okay, Brandy. Y'all know Brandy, right? That's that's Snoop's cousin. Ray J, the brother of Brandy. That's Snoop's cousin. Sasha Banks, the wrestler. The woman wrestler. Uh, what is she now? Mercedes something. That's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Daz, DPG, Snoop Dogg's cousin. Nate Dogg, Snoop Dogg's cousin. RBX, Snoop Dogg's cousin. You see what I'm saying? You see where I'm getting at? Like, nepotism maybe? A conspiracy? You know, maybe this nigga's sitting at the round table with cigars somewhere talking about world domination. Who knows? I'm just saying. And, and they dog and all of them, man. Because Warren is mainly a beat maker. There it is. I just, just like said with it. Daz. I just said wrote, it. Wrote most of Daz's lyrics. But Daz was the producer, the beat maker. There's very few people that's like DJ Quick that can write their own Ooh. music and produce and do their, or Kanye. Yo, shout out to DJ Quick, legend, West Coast legend. West. You know, even Dre. Dre don't write. DLC wrote most of uh, um, Dre lyrics. But they do their thing as far as producing. So you have that issue. There's very few guys, what I'm trying to say, like the White Cliffs or Kanye's or Quick that can produce and write their own lyrics. And so Suge was really felt that he lost a lot of money. And Russell Simmons and them help him get cheated out of a lot of money because of uh, uh, or they should have cut a check to him 
because he knew that those were his guys that wrote most of the album uh, for Warren G, which we all know saved Def Jam, him, and then later on following up by uh, Montel Jordan because then Def Jam was done, over with, gone. We wouldn't have had no Method Man, Red Man, Damn. Jay-Z. Damn. Because, you know, Jay-Z was out on priority, but it didn't do shit. I know all of y'all be like, oh, Jay-Z was, man. They didn't have, they didn't have nobody to put them out. Irv got in there, oh, man. And more importantly, shit, Rough Riders, DMX. If Facts. it wasn't for Facts. Def Jam keeping those doors open. Facts. And so... That's the disdain. That's what I know the truth, but I know all of you people that that heard. Realistically, it's nothing surprising because if you think about it, even when Jay-Z had Def Jam, there was still the stench of Russell Simmons, right? So that's why I think Diddy had a little rivalry with that because... He's trying to start his shit up, you know, and I would imagine how he looked at Russell Simmons as like the older version. He's trying to bring the new flavor and all this other shit. But in reality, Def Jam still, you know, was what it was, you know, on a hip hop, on a hip hop level, you know, the LL Cool J's and the fucking Rick Rubens and all these other people, you know, the Beastie Boys and all these other groups and hip hop artists that made Def Jam what it was. Bad Boy isn't really... I mean, this is going to sound controversial. Bad Boy really wasn't a successful record label. That's the secret. Bad Boy had a very successful artist who died at the age 24. And that artist, and that artist's music, Notorious B.I.G., carried Bad Boy still to this day. Seriously. So look at the artists that came out and look at the attention that they got. The next one up after that was Mace. Um, yeah, the next one after that was Mace. I think he sold like three mil with uh, Harlem World, I think. First first week or some shit. Like, I forgot. But he was the first. He was the next one up. But business was bad. And from what people say, business has always been bad with Diddy. And, and, and Biggie was kind of just holding on by a string at that time because there was a lot of rumors that he was getting tired of Diddy and he was trying to do some shit behind Diddy's back where he can start his own label. And kind of, I think, I think what he was trying to do was, you know, Notorious B.I.G. was trying to get Junior Mafia popping and really have that as the label, you know what I mean, and the group. But, um, you know, other things happened, right? Interviews on the internet. And 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 interviews gonna say something different, but hopefully they may run back and tell this story, and let's we'll get the true story from Mr. Knight himself to why he really hates him or have a dislike for Russell. But the things I laid out is what has always been expressed to me by Mr. Knight, and that I know was always an issue, but. Warren Russell was always a cool, gentle dude like he is. And um, I saw he got a spot uh, that he's calling a spot for Snoop Dogg. I don't think Snoop needs that spot yet. 
but he needs to build a spot over there in Valley for his boy Puffy. Cause Puffy need. I warn Keefe D to take his ass over there. There's no extradition laws over there. So I'm warning you now, Puffy. Take your ass over there. Reggie Prediction. I know Puffy is smart enough, and he probably didn't already clean his houses. Mm. But sexu- sexual predators, what do they do? What do... And we'd be like, damn, why? They treat their sex tapes like yeah, remember that song, Me and My Girlfriend, that Pac did? You know what he was talking about? What was Pac talking about, y'all? And that? Do y'all really know what he was talking about? <laughs> For those of y'all know what he was talking about, he was talking about a gun, but sexual predators is what hold on to their tapes. And cops know that. Good point. So I wouldn't be surprised if Good point. some store just or some of Puffy properties be getting raided real soon. Cause Done deal. They need to get to those tapes. They get one of those tapes. It's over. It's over. And the thing is, because we get ready to wrap this uh, part up, this segment here. The thing about it is, these things have already been cleared. Or not even cleared. These things have already been mentioned by many other sources, right? Well, Cassie says it herself in the documents in which I would go. Matter of fact, let's do that real quick. Even though this might take me a while to get to, I don't think this would be. Because, you know, he his thing was he liked to watch and he liked to film it. And ever since that was thrown out there, you know what I'm saying? Ever since that was brought out, Oh, it's it's been a done deal ever since. <laughs> it's been a done deal ever since, man. Without a doubt. <coughs> I think my network is fucked up. Which is why this doesn't want to open. Um, let's try this again. Okay, well, I guess we can't open it, but it was already proven by two sources now. Oh, well, actually three. Well, we had three sources. There was one woman that said that she was a uh, gang raped. And I don't know, it was Diddy and some other guy who was successful holding a camera and filming it. Then we got this guy coming up in, in the next segment. And he's talking about some crazy shit that he was a sex worker with um, Diddy and Cassie, allegedly. And he says something about they had 15 cameras set up. This is like what they what Diddy's freak offs. It would be 15 cameras set up and Diddy's recording all of it. But it, that, this shit is this shit is incredible. Shit is crazy. And it's only going to get crazier. All right. Rock with your boy right now. Jersey Judah. And the segment one, segment two coming up. Stay tuned to be continued. Be right back. Hey, yo, segment two back. Um, Yeah, we <laughs> we, we got this. Uh, we got this video here. 
from um, DJ Academics during his stream. Um, let's try to pinpoint where I need to to actually play this from. Obviously, there's a lot of talking in the beginning. I, If this was a clip, I would have played the entire clip, but I'm not going to play um, an hour and 12 minutes and 29 seconds. I only have an hour, and I like to interrupt at times. Uh, what I do remember is eight, around eight minutes, things get kind of crazy. Uh, I'm not going to just be chopping up and going through all this shit without giving y'all the source. Shout out DJ Academics. Y'all niggas already know off the record. Um, whole lot of, you know, whole lot of fuckery, whole lot of coon shit. You know what I mean? The shenanigans, the good coon shit. You know what I mean? The good crash out, you know, the crash outs that don't involve criminal acts. Translation. Agents. Here we and, go. And oh, no, he was. Uh, yeah, he was interviewed then. OK, let's keep it going. Body, we're gonna get into it. I think those were like quick. Now nah, we got we actually we actually gotta play at least the first. I'm gonna play the first three minutes, then I'm gonna jump up because after the three minutes, I'll be able to break down what what happened, what took place, why it took place, etc. <laughs> Is Diddy cooked? Oh, shit. I'm really trying to figure this out. I'm not going to lie. Each and every day gets worse and worse. Uh, we'll get to LA Times story in a bit, but listen to this chat. And let's pull it up. So there was a guy who was a shooter um, at the Trump Resort okay. in Doral. Trump okay. I'm, by the way, trigger warning. I'm going to play the video of why he got arrested. Hotel surveillance giving police a very clear picture of what happened inside Trump National Doral back in May, moments before a man went on a shooting spree with police officers. By the police say the footage shows 42-year-old Jonathan Odie dressed in all black, walking through the hotel lobby, holding a gun, forcing him. By the way, this is five years ago. Okay, five years ago. Employees to run away. In the video, you see Odie leave, then return moments later, clearly unhappy and dragging a huge American flag shooting into the ceiling. He proceeds to drink. All right, let me, because uh, I know the audio later on gets kind of low, so I'm going to have to try to modify this as good as, as good mm -hmm. as possible without fucking everything up. All right, let's try this. Hit the counter with the flag, angrily walking around, knocking stuff over, and even at one point trying to take down the surveillance camera. Once the flag is over the counter, Odie stands back and seems to yell before going back to destroying the computers covered by the flag. Moments later, it was hands up for Odie as police arrive. Watch as he starts ducking, even looks like he's about to surrender while police fire shots into the hotel, but he takes his gun and fires back. The gun battle goes on for nearly a minute before... Wait, what the fuck? Was he giving up? Then the cops are shot at him? Oh, shit. 
Oh, these oh, these treatments, like, nigga, like a like a nigga. GTA, man. Oh, you ain't giving up. You ain't you, you ain't gonna give up now, nigga. GTA. Look at all this bullshit. Three stars. Now. Handle these three bullets. stars. Three he stars. Even looks like he's about to surrender while police uh, fire shots into the hotel. Nah. But he takes his gun and fires back. Yeah, you got three the gun stars. Battle goes on for nearly a minute. You got three stars. Before decides to make a run for it. You got three Another stars. Camera. He got three stars. GTA. He got three stars. You can't look. Y'all play GTA, y'all know about it. You get, like, one star, nigga. You can run, hop a couple fences, and, and like, sit in the alleyway, and, and and the star goes away. You get two stars, these cops going after you. You know what I mean? They may they may try to, they may pull the blicky out on you. You got three stars. It's a gun battle. <clears throat> three stars, gun battle. You start getting unmarked cars following you, going after you. Four stars? Oh, feds. Helicopter boys. Yeah, hop out boys. Niggas is coming out with, with juggernaut suits. All types of foolishness, man. All types of behavior. Rowdy. We're capturing him still firing shots, even tripping on the marble floor. Odie was shot in the legs as he ran away and was arrested after running up a stairwell. Damn, nigga. Shortly after this unfolded, police released body camera footage of the shootout, even showing the moments police went into the hotel, closing in on the suspect. Well, luckily, no police officer was hit by the oh, gunfire. Niggas didn't get smoked. Injuries from his Yo, these niggas the had. Hold up. Bars. His defense attorney hold says he up. A- hold. These niggas had a Hollywood shootout. These niggas just had a Hollywood shootout. Guns a blazing back and forth. Ain't nobody get hit. Either all y'all niggas need to be fired or y'all just stunting. Y'all stunting. I don't know what the fuck this shit is. What was this? Y'all shooting blanks? What's going on? Y'all had niggas is you ever played um what's the what's the game? Well technically GTA five and GTA four had it. Where if you're in if you're in cover, you can just kinda like you can kind of lift the gun up and shoot the gun while you're behind the cover and, and you get the accuracy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what is going on? This shit is retarded. Hold up. Mental Suffered a mental breakdown and is sorry for the violent outburst. Okay. So that happened, right? Ooh, I just got like some news. I just got some news. Uh-oh. Y'all seen Tech Cardi's Instagram. Oh no! I don't want to hear. About I see this the shit. text already. What did he post? He probably posts what I got on my phone. You see. <clears throat> hey, I, I I just got word. New Cardi tonight at nine thirty. So new uh, new Cardi in fifteen minutes. Okay, I don't care. I will now fast forward. So now, and actually, I said the first three minutes, three minutes and 31 seconds. So this guy who went on this shooting spree <clears throat> pretty much just sparred. They played laser tag. They, they, it was paintballing. Nobody got hit, I guess. You can't make this shit up. So, you know, it, it's just like a paintball sort of like sparring routine, whatever. Like, you know, y'all just go in the middle of the street, have a shootout. You know, shit is cool. Like, you know what I mean? Now this nigga, they they didn't they didn't execute him or nothing. They should have just got rid of him. Like nigga, 
we got to start doing better as a country. We can't deal with terrorists. That's terrorist behavior. Put that nigga out. Oh, he ran out. He surrendered. Put one in his head, nigga. Fuck out of here. Fuck is going on here? We can't let people like this uh, roam Earth. What type of shit is this? These niggas are demons. But this guy, this guy, people, well, you're saying to yourself, how is this connected to Diddy? This guy was one of the people that were allegedly hired by Diddy and Cassie as a sex worker, right? For the FOs, a.k.a. the giant freak-offs. Giant freak-off, giant freak-off, giant freak-offs. Sick. Sick. Brutal. 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 Oh, well, that's the video. <laughs> New Cardi. <laughs> All right, listen, 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 listen. Fuck, listen. listen, listen, listen. No Cardi right. B. Move on, buddy. This bitch act. Come on. Little, little sidestep real quick. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, go right back to what. Yeah, yeah. Good job, buddy. Playboy Cardi. No, 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 no. No, what the fuck? He went from Cardi B to Playboy Cardi. Listen, this is why I had eight minutes set up from the beginning. I knew it. All right, let's uh, push this up a little bit. Yeah, you, you, again, keep in mind, this was in 2018. They all gay. DJ Charlie, Rick Ross, and Peter. Yeah. They all gay? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yo, come on, man. Yo, yo, stop. 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 Hold up, bring that back. Mm-mm. 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 Okay. And you don't have uh time in the United States? Yeah. Just my dog bubbles. My sister's dog. Yeah. Dees and Ross, which they good buddies, okay? Mm-hmm. They they they're gay. Who? Both. Eddie and Ross. And Cabin. I want yo, did y'all hear what he said? This man just said he said it. I'm not, I'm I'm only saying what he said. He said Diddy and Ross, as well as Khaled, are homosexuals. Batiman. What the f? Oh my. Allegedly. 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 (coughs) Allegedly, of course. We don't want to go too far here. But this is the rabbit hole. They all gay. Okay. DJ Khaled, Rick Ross, yeah. and Peter. Yeah. They all gay? Yeah. Gotcha. Khaled right. is a Hamas supporter. Okay. He said Khaled is a I think it says Hamas, right? Chill. 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 Chill out. Nah, stop. Yo, I'm done. Nah, come on. Come on, bro. Stop it. Stop it. Get out of here, bro. Get out of here. Nah, I'm done. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Yo, stop. <laughs> Yo! Yo, all right, let's keep going. Sorry, that's crazy. But keep in mind, that's crazy. so prophetic because, you know, I didn't even know what Hamas was before this year, right? Me either. Clearly we know what's going on Most in Hamas, of us didn't. Israel. We, we get what's going on in the Palestine region or the Palestinian region or the regional land of the Palestinian uh, um, occupied. And, um, yeah, you... you Again, keep in mind, this was in 2018. 
they all gay. Okay? DJ Khaled and Rick Ross yeah. and Peter. Yeah. They all gay? Yeah. Gotcha. Khaled right. is a Hamas supporter. Okay. Who supporter? Hamas. 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 Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, I said the wrong No, 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 no. Hamas supporter. Okay. Yeah, the, the the Fed is like, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. I mean, guys, look, relax, you know. You want a coffee? You know, you want a, a cheesesteak? You know, you had a shootout with my guys for about 45 fucking minutes. But don't worry about that. You said Hamas. Okay, cool. Yo, these niggas are shot out. All I of had sex with Cassie and Sean. Whoa, 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 whoa. Verified freak off. Verified giant freak off. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. You know what I mean? Anything for the moolah. Anything for the moolah. Got these sex workers out here going berserk. This shit is sick, man. The, he was sick. Talking about what to do with Cassie. I had like 15 encounters and I heard rocks. Wait, what? Uh, hidden in plain sight. Wait. Now I know y'all just heard that. Go ahead. Now I know y'all just heard that. <coughs> Go ahead. You heard this nigga say he had sex with who? Cassie. And said that Diddy would masturbate. Let's listen to this guy again. Before, like, and I, I forgot the YouTuber who found it. I think I actually do remember it. It's like Tisha or something like that. But salute to her. I don't know really know who she is, but salute to her. Um, oh, yeah. Tisha tells. Okay. Okay. Ack. Okay. You staying on, you, you staying on formation, man. Because Tisha Tells was the first person that brought up this video. Now, the context of the video, more in depth, I would have to give academics credit because he breaks it down a lot more, right? But, um, yeah, Tisha Tells was, was the one that brought this shit up first, from my knowledge, like three or four days ago. People were watching this video for years and saying this guy's just batshit crazy because nothing he's saying, and he's saying a lot, was ever really brought to light. One of the only things that seemingly checks out via Cassie filing a lawsuit freak and alleging the same things he's saying the freak? is this whole freak-off shit. Oh, my God. Keep no. in mind. Giant freak-off. Giant freak-offs. This is... <sighs> 2018. Ay, ay, ay. He was interviewed by FDLE special agents. And, oh, no, he was, uh, yeah, he was interviewed then. Okay, let's keep it going. By the way, we're going to get into it. I think those were like quick little highlights of what he's going to say. Here we go. I think I see what you're saying. Okay. All right, hold on. All right, here we go. I want to make sure this volume is like legit. And, I mean, because. The audio is already pretty low, but I'm going to try to get this as clear as possible. Oh, I know this. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Um, all right. How do you know this? Do you know Sean Combs? Puff Daddy? Yeah. P. Diddy, whatever you call himself. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he's part of what's called the Boulet. Whoa. 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 Yo. Yo, I gotta, I gotta send this shit to, uh, I gotta send this shit to my boy, yo. I gotta send this, I gotta send this shit to my boy, yo. Um, y'all niggas know what that is. I don't gotta explain it. He gonna explain it anyway. I don't participate too much in. Um, there's some things that you know shouldn't be exposed. I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. 
They's a branch of the minority. Okay. It's the black people. Uh, I'm from Africa, so I'm not a racist. Okay. They're my brother, so I like black people. Okay. My my mom, I was raised. The boule. You know who I've, the only person who I've heard talk about that? It's a song Campbell. So so really And you know, a good a good reference to a brother we was talking about in the last segment. Once again, shout out to Hassan Campbell. I would have watched this video saying this guy is batshit crazy. Because with all due respect, when I hear about Boulay and all that, like, uh, come on, stop. Uh, stop. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, the only thing and the only reason we're watching this video is because years before, five years before we find out what Cassie alleges Diddy did, he said the same thing, except people looked at him like, nigga, you're crazy. By a, by an African woman in my house, okay? She was just a server. She was my, my she, you know, took care of me. Right. So I love black people, okay? Um, I settled with Sean, okay? He's Donald Trump, okay? Because he used to belong to their side. You understand? He used to belong to that eliminated group that I told you about which is an elite group, okay, of individuals which run the whole country, all right? All right. Um, basically, what I did, did you talk about, did you explain about the message? Or did no, please, you? please, please, elaborate. On Thursday, turning to Friday, basically, I went to Donald Trump, I went through the, the gates, I took a, the, no, sorry, I jumped the fence, I took the American flag, I put it in the front desk, and I blew the shadow at you. I, basically, what I did that for is to transmit a statement to the American people and to Donald Trump that we're not accepting any more corruption and abuse from their system of France. Okay. okay? Donald's still blind. Alright, so, in his mind, Donald Trump, out of all pre- like, really think about this. And I've brought this up on an economic level. Let's leave the attitude of Donald Trump out of it. Let's leave whatever people hate about Trump out of it. On an economic level, Trump was probably the best president we had in quite some time. I'm 35. And in my time of living, I can say that. All right. This guy believes that. Out of all people, Trump, right? Okay. Trump, if anything, Trump would be a perfect controlled opposition. But the only problem is he is just the opposition. He cannot be controlled. This is why people like me support him, because he can't be compromised by the government. He can't. There's not enough people. When I say people, I mean politicians that really get along with him because he's shaking up the corruption of of, of most of everything. Dealing with the elite, dealing with the establishment, dealing with these private uh, globalists behind the scenes, uh, you know, portraying patriotism on the side. But this guy, I guess, I don't know. This shit's crazy. This nigga's crazy. I know that for a fact. This nigga's bugging. This nigga's tweaking. He thinks that he had, he let Hillary off the hook and she's okay. You understand what I'm saying? We're trying, okay. Keep going. Um, it ain't like that. The CIA. Now, let's be clear. If we're watching this, 
Nemo <coughs> this guy is a conspiracy theorist, right? He's talking about like the highest of things, like Donald Trump, oh Hillary. You know, you gotta remember at that time these are very relevant topics, but that has to do with politics. And he's also talking about the Illuminati. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. A nigga come to me talking about Donald Trump, secret societies, and Illuminati. I don't care if it's 2018 or 2023. I'm gonna call you batshit crazy, okay? And then they want to say something they did JFK, okay? Why? Because they. Oh, you know, uh, what's it called? Um, academics and shit. He got the picture with Trump. You know, he fuck with Trump. I mean, we all really fuck with Trump. I mean. I, I can only speak for myself, but I know a lot of other black people that fuck with Trump too, and for the same reason. Like niggas can't even really fuck with him like that. Like he, like he really, like he'll really violate him. Like he'll violate reporters. Like niggas really need that in office. Like we need somebody who could violate these people. What's Biden doing? He ain't doing nothing. What are you doing for the blacks? The blacks. What do you do for the blacks? Same thing Obama did for the blacks. Nothing. Uh, same thing. Same thing Obama did for the blacks. You know, broken promises, broken record. You know, now you know you niggas sitting around waiting for reparations and shit. Like you picked the like you like you picked the bell of cotton. You niggas are you. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, y'all out of pocket. These so-called African Americans are out of pocket. That's why I call them. Um, they're so-called African Americans. I'm an American black, so I ain't, I'm not playing no African American games. But the so-called African Americans nowadays, they're out of pocket. Shit is incredible. I, I can't. I can't believe this shit. I really can't. I can't believe this shit. This is this is absolutely incredible. They want the United States to fall. They, they've already been creating a state of chaos and confusion in life. They want the United States to fall. Donald was against their agenda. So what's the point? So he's confusing me at this point. He's saying Donald Trump is against the agenda for them to take over the world. So why would you then shoot up Donald Trump? I don't get I don't get it. I don't get it. And won the presidency, okay? He did get help from Russia. He did get help from the Saudis. He also got help from a lot of Republicans mm. in here, which is the Electoral College vote. And he got a lot of support from Republican people, okay? Um, the elections, yeah, they weren't fair, but he won the Electoral College vote. Right, right. Which is the Republican vote, basically, going through, okay? Mm-hmm. He didn't get the, the popular, popular vote. Right, right. I, I hear you. So basically, the interior, yeah, he, the, got, he made the Fed, He's president by the college. Yo, hold so up. He made Yo, the Fed said, kept, keep spitting. That's what the Fed said. Yo, keep spitting. I got you. Go ahead. He writing all this shit down. He's like, yo, keep going. Keep cooking. The situation is that he still hasn't kicked out the corruption from the system. He's letting them stay due to uh, due to money, basically. Because they're all about making money. That's why they're all big. I think I understand what he's trying to... He, I think I get what he's trying to say. So, and this is like really like radical Republican thought, right? So like, okay... You know, Trump is president, but he's still letting these 
Democrats be in power as if like these niggas aren't voted in or if there isn't a corrupted system that selects them to be president. I I believe like to an extent, like, yeah, voting matters in the sense of, you know, having your voice being heard. For me, I don't have to vote. I can just say I support somebody. But for the sake of the country, you know, I'm going to vote. You know what I'm saying? The shit is in shambles right now. Everybody fucking knows it. You know, I've been talking this shit about Trump for, damn, close to five years. I'm, I'm, I'm like a veteran. I'm a veteran at this now. You know what I mean? Niggas want to get emotional. Oh, Trump's a racist. I asked these Negroes to, to give me an example and give me a scenario uh, where this brother uh, Trump would be considered a racist. And they can't give me a solid answer. They just give me some bullshit from CNN. That's when I walk away from them. They're all zombies. They're just brain dead. Um, But for you to expect a person to become president, it's almost like if Trump were to go on this witch hunt for Joe Biden, do you understand that the country would turn on Trump overnight? Even the Trump supporters would turn on Trump. Given, given, given the situation that this isn't currently happening to Trump now, if Trump was the one who got elected 2016 and went after Obama and went after Biden, well, then again, he'd probably be twice as popular. But then again, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about at this point. I'm high as fuck. You know. Coonan. There's a, so there's only a few, there's select few of that run the country, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you, I know you may or may not, I know you're going to believe me. Um, you have what's called the Illuminati. 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 Okay. Yeah, Illuminati. Okay. They've made it in dance. Basically what it means, illuminated. Okay. Okay. Um, they do... All right, so this is where things kind of go wacky for me. Number one, I really doubt that they go by that name. And the reason why I say this is it's too obvious. Now, some people, they like to showcase that and say that, well, and he's about to, he's about to cook. I'm not even going to lie. Like, some of the shit he's about to say makes a lot of sense. He talks about predictive programming and how certain things are kind of like in media repeatedly just in case a similar situation happens. We think nothing of it because we've already gotten hints and and, 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 and propaganda and subliminal messaging that's already corrupted us. Now, this ain't as conspiracy theory driven as you may think. Um, Look at September 11. Look at 9-11. Um, Keanu Reeves, who played Neo in The Matrix, his ID card said um, he was born on 9-11, right? You see movies and you'll see sort of these like weird like stills where it says 9 and 11 next to it. Or there's a lot of planes going in between the Twin Towers in a lot of movies and they made sure to like specify that it was indeed the Twin Towers. Now, these things to you may not make much sense, but if you look up predictive programming, you'll get a better understanding. Trust me. Trust me. 
satanic ritual abuse, which is basically CIA mind programming techniques, which is own family, kids, etc. They're cooking. He's cooking. They bond that way, okay? So they do uh, sexual pedophilia, they do animal abuse, killing of animals, blood sacrifices, and everything in the Bohemian Grove, okay? Right. The Bohemian Grove, the bushes go there. Um, George Sheen. Now, he's starting to get into things where, like, I've heard, this sounds like Alex Jones, right? Yo, stop, yo, stop tripping. Yo, shout out to Alex Jones, man. That nigga's a real one, man. Niggas be sleeping, man, on Alex Jones. See, I remember back when everybody was talking about Alex Jones was a racist and all this shit. And then he did um he did a show and he had um he had Professor Griff, uh former member or I don't know if he's current member now or not, I don't know. Uh I will say former member of Public Enemy. I'm sure a lot of you people will uh, Heard that group before, once or twice before, right? Um, he got on the show, and everybody knows their opinion. Well, everybody knows, you know, Professor Grip's opinion about certain things, you know. I would say he's uh, semi-Afrocentric, um, you know, a brother from Long Island, or as the brothers out there would call it, Strong Island, you know. And ever since then... Niggas started fucking with Alex Jones. Like, yo, this nigga be cooking. Like, yo, he, yo, this nigga be spurging out. Like, yo, Alex Jones is like the OG of this shit. I ain't even gonna lie, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. It'll take a minute or two. He's gonna get to the Diddy stuff, right? All this stuff might mean nothing to you, yeah, or it might right. mean a lot to you. But for me, I'm looking at him like, yo, this nigga's just chatting, right? He's nah. Just chatting, but uh-uh. he's gonna get to the Diddy stuff. Uh, Matter of fact, let's get to let's get to the Diddy stuff because I don't want to go too deep into this. I'm not trying to be on any fucking CIA list, FBI list, DEA list. None of that. Hold up, let's 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 skip a little bit here. Yeah, come on, bro. Relax. Remember, this is five years ago. Five fucking years ago. Um, I had a settlement with Sean, okay? And he belongs to that agenda. That's why he's so famous. They land all the contracts. It's his attorneys, which are Mark Garagos and Ben Mercedes. Damn, man. Ben Mercedes. God damn. Bad boy entertainment for you. All right, so quickly, what he's saying is, I'll, I'll, I'll say the name because it's already been said. It is rumored that Diddy is a high-ranking member of the Boule, which is allegedly the Black Illuminati, which it actually isn't. Um, the Boule is a Greek, a Black Greek fraternal, a Black Greek fraternal order. A Black Greek fraternal order. You can look it up, right? Um. There are some very known names who are Hollywood, who are considered to be of that stock. Um, It is the uppity, upper class blacks. Um, From what I can remember beforehand, it was more of the light skinned blacks. And, you know, it's sort of that secret colorism shit um, within this country. 
um, with these with these upper echelon Negroes. You know what I'm saying? Some of them were light, bright, damn near white, but they had they had that bit of black in them. So they had to form their own groups and fraternal orders. And, um, you know, one of the people that that noticed these niggas were the uh, skull and bone. I'm about to really I'm about to crack the code real quick. Fuck it. I'm crashing out. It's Friday night. So the boulet got the attention from skull and bone because they considered themselves the black skull and bones. And those niggas, those white boys was like, nah, we can't do that. Nope. You're not going to dirty our image. That's how white people talk back in the day. You're not going to dirty our image. We're going to give y'all the right. Some type of deal was made where um, Skull and Bones um, from Yale kind of gave them sort of their own, you know, whatever the fuck you would call it, to create their own shit. And that's what they did. <clears throat> Long story short, apparently Diddy's a part of it and he's doing damage. Yes, I work for Harry Rodman for five, okay? When I'm, I take Charlotte the threat of death on me, okay? I don't have it. Now, I didn't understand what he was saying for the longest until it was broken down later. So he's been, ta- he's been getting death threats, in other words from whoever let's just say it like that wink wink we don't know who it's from you know wink wink and you know he could provide it like he, he's he's rolling he's willing to crash out and snitch pretty much that's what he's saying but i can make it available under secrecy that means that i wouldn't be liable because i don't want to be let's go back again i'm sorry i'm sorry ted i, I know i'm like really dragging it i'm dragging it here yeah, don't worry. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna drag this for you, bud. We'll get to about thirty minutes. All right. Ben, how do you spell that name, Chad? Cause will you help me out? I need to Google that person. If anybody can spell that name for me, how's it spelled? Okay, I just see. Ben Mustasis. No, that's not it. All right, man. Let's 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 skip through the chatter here. Get back to this audio. Okay. I don't have it, but I can make it available under secrecy. That means that I wouldn't be liable because I don't want to be getting framed for anything. Okay. Um. I had sex with Cassie and Sean. Basically, he would uh, he would masturbate and tell me what to do with Cassie. I had like fifteen encounters. And verified, verified, verified freak offs, verified sexual activity. Everything now is verified. I want y'all to realize this. Now you may say, "Well, this guy's a lunatic." Granted, he might be, but this shit was from five years ago, two thousand and eight. Before anything, because like I said, there's a lot of people who's been around the industry who's made sort of, you know, suggestions about Diddy, but nobody really knew anything. This shit here kind of cracks everything wide open. This is crazy. He's, He's saying that he would have sex with Cassie 
and Diddy would masturbate and film. In the documents, Cassie pretty much says Diddy would have her bring in sex workers who would pipe her out while Diddy masturbated and filmed. There it is. 15 encounters. Freak oh. off. Start the threat of death. Freak off. Me, okay? I don't have it, but I can make it available. Freak offs. Under secrecy. That means that I wouldn't be liable because I don't want to be. What is he talking about making available in secrecy? Let's get back. Ben Mercedes. Alright, like I said, reminding y'all once again, he's receiving death threats. And he can make the evidence of the death threats available as long as it can be done in secrecy, wink, wink, even though the shit is being recorded and there's a fucking camera in the goddamn room. These people, I don't get it. Do they not watch films about criminality? Like, does it not like once I'm in a room inside of a police station, I already know there's cameras I already know things that if it's something real sticky, shit is being recorded off top, man. Like, what is going on with these people? Entertainment for four years and worked for Hillary Rodman for five, okay? Yeah, he's saying the same thing, hold on. Intelligence. We have a similar type of intelligence and overview of things. The only thing is he's not seeing that Hillary is a distant cousin of his. And Obama have a different plan for him. Do you understand? No offense to Obama. I love each and every American, but he was part of that 9-11 agenda. He's a CIA agent. And next CIA agent is so much. Yeah, this nigga, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. We try to get back into the Diddy Dirty Money shit. He's saying, I don't even want to repeat what this nigga said. Like I said, you're not going to put me on the list. This is free, uh, um, um, free use, free use. You know what I mean? Shout out to academics. I'm not, I'm not signing off on all this shit. This nigga tweaking. Banana, but they didn't want to say yellow, purple banana because it was too shocking. So they said blow up the White House. I mean, give me a break. What you have is an emergency. Oh, left- oh, no, 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 no. We gotta definitely bring that back. Cause you remember back in the day, it's a very good point that this guy made. You remember back in the day when Trump was in office and Madonna had threatened to blow up the White House? You remember that when Madonna said that? If you don't, I'll remind y'all in a little bit. Put uh, liquid cocaine in the bottles too. Okay, so they put the liquid cocaine in the bottles. Hey, Chad, do you think this thing is capping or do you think like, yo, hey, he's cooking. this thing is cooking? He's cooking. Is he capping or cooking? What do y'all cooking, think? Cooking, cooking. He's cooking. I can't tell right now. He's he's tweaking, like he's burnt the fuck out. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, this guy is definitely unstable. Um, but why is he unstable? Has he seen too much? Has he been exposed to too much? I mean, for Christ's sakes, he's seen 15 encounters at the giant freak-offs. Giant freak-offs. Giant freak-offs. Giant freak-offs. Anything for the moolah. Jesus Christ. This guy done saw it all, man. I'm like, this guy done seen it all. I'm done. Like, I can't do this shit. I got to speak out. So this guy is just spilling the beans. Like, I don't think this guy... It's hard to say that 
Like he's spitting facts, but he's just crazy. So you're not going to really a lot of people, even though this is this will be out and about and people will know about this, even though it came out 2008, even though this should happen 2008, I should say. Um, because of the way he's talking, the things that he's talking about, people will just say, well, this guy's crazy. He could be crazy and still be truthful. Is he capping or is he cooking? He's cooking. He's cooking, brother. He's cooking. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He's hmm. cooking. Balls in the mood. I've seen the liquid cocaine. I've tried it myself. Having sex with Gideon Cassie. Okay. It's not good. He drinks all the time. All right. This nigga said they have liquid cocaine. I'm dead, bro. There's nothing that, like, I don't even, I can't even, I can't even speak on this shit. I'm lost. I'm thinking, like, a freak off is kind of just like some underground ditty party where, you know, bitches is down to fuck. Like, to me, that doesn't sound crazy. I, I know that sounds crazy for some people, but you have to put yourself in Diddy's position. Diddy was close to, if not was, a multi-billionaire. So now they broke him down, but... It went from me thinking that the shit was just a crazy underground party. Then it was like, wait, oh, that's right. Diddy is definitely suspect. Diddy can definitely be zesty at times. There can be other things going on. A lot of backdoor activity. You catch my drift. Basura. Okay. A lot of booty bandit games. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of crazy shit going on. But then it's like, yo, it's a drugs. It's it's like drug induced. They're going to hotels, causing tens of thousands of dollars of property damage. Like, God, I'm like, God damn it. These niggas had a Royal Rumble. These niggas had Raw versus SmackDown 2006 in the fucking hotel suite. I'm like, I can't believe this shit. This is not true. Now, this guy, the alleged sex worker, by the way. Is talking about the giant freak-offs, the liquid cocaine. Is this the reason why niggas had to get IV fluids put in after? Is this the reason why Diddy had to get the IV fluids attached to him? Stop! Yo, this can't be it. Yo, if y'all get a chance, yo, Diddy has this video. I don't know. It was on, like, Instagram or some shit. But he had the IVs in him, and he was still dancing. I was like, yo, this nigga is cooked. It's too much shit against this brother right now. This man is cooked. And look, I'm not I'm not joyful about this shit. I think the situation is fucked up. You know, it's fucked up for hip hop. Um, it's fucked up for the culture. You know, look at our leaders, man. Even though these people aren't our leaders, but you know what I mean. You know, R. Kelly and shit, you know. Cosby activities. You know. Jesus Christ, he drugging bitch. I'm like, yo. And then and then Mark Curry's talking about the same thing. Like, oh, we we put pills in bitches' bottles and shit when they pass out and all that, you know. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on with the blacks? What is going on? This is sick. Oh, gee, that's liquid cocaine. Liquid right. cocaine. Um, how do I know 
tweaking. Yo, 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 yo. Uh, 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 uh. He mentioned something that's very important. You know, when I had I had a I had a YouTube channel called Renegade Red Pill, right? Let's give y'all a quick story. I had this channel called Renegade Red Pill. This was back in 2017 to about 2019. I had this channel. And one of the first things that I talked about on the channel, it was off topic. It had nothing really to do with the red pill, or at least not in the way that people would think. It was um, the Illuminati card game by Phil Jackson. I think the, I think the guy's name is Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson's um, responsible for the Illuminati card game. And these Illuminati card games, this game was a, was a deck of cards, and there was a meaning behind it. But secretly, a lot of people believed that there was subliminal messaging and predictive programming. I mentioned predictive programming earlier because of this. You had images of the Twin Towers being blown up. You had the images of the Pentagon being blown up. You had images of London being blown up. You had in, uh, images of what people would consider to be the Boston Marathon shooting because you had a bunch of people running in the car and somebody shooting. There's a lot of weird, eerie things about this card game that came out, by the way, in like 1992, 1993, possibly earlier. Just an FYI. Night, Friday morning. I mean, how did all of this? I think I better understand what you're what you're saying. But what I want to know is how did that prompt you? How did that make you do what you did? That well, we get into a point that his assassination is coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's an agenda they appropriate. Now, if y'all didn't hear that, he said that Trump's. Allege, I'm not even Trump's assassination is coming. That's what he said. <clears throat> because um, there's a card that has somebody who looks like Donald Trump being shot or something like that in the card. I never saw that card. Now, I have seen a card of a white guy with blonde hair on stage with a suit and tie on that could have easily been, been seen as Trump getting things thrown at him. Now, if that doesn't describe Trump, I don't know what does. But in a later card series, there's another one of him standing on stage getting applause and getting cheered, which is very similar to what's going on today. This is just an example. Put your tinfoil hats on, people. This shit is very, very, very spooky. Very spooky. Like Halloween never left here. This shit is crazy. Portraying on the media and the news. Example, Madonna is a kind of Mercedes, Ben Mercedes. He has her go on public TV and say, Oh, someone should. I have thought so many times of going up and blowing up the White House. Here we go. Okay, they give her that little message. Did she ever say that? Yes, she did. Look it up, brother. He, he about to bring it up. He about to bring it up. Go ahead, brother. White House. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get informed, brother. Singer defense blowing up the White House. Get in tune, brother. Yeah, go ahead. Singer defense blowing up the White House. Get in tune. Yeah. Yeah, she said it. Wicked-ass witch. Madonna's a wicked-ass witch. A Kabbalah 
devil worshiping witch. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. I have thought Here an go. awful lot about blowing up the White House. Oh. But I know oh. that this won't change anything. Now, if this was a black person, let's be honest. Let's be on. Let's 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 really, let's really cut through the chit chat here. If this was a black person that said some shit like that, you telling me this nigga would not have no platinum bracelets around his wrist, being dragged off in a fucking paddy wagon, nigga with a with a on a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like like on a way to a fucking detention center where he'll never be seen again. But here goes Madonna. Oh, she's just speaking out. That's freedom of speech. That's what all these stupid cunts would say. Feminist Madonna fan cunts. Give a fuck about these bitches, man. These bitches are out of pocket. Period. I love the left. When they say, I I dreamed about blowing up the White House. They didn't mean I dreamed about blowing up the White House. They actually meant the yellow purple banana, but they didn't want to say yellow purple banana because it was too shocking. So they said blow up the White House. Give me a break. What you have is an emerging left-wing fascism. She's part of it, and I think we have to be prepared to protect ourselves. Frankly, she ought to be, I mean, the truth is, she ought to be arrested. There you go. There you go. That little message is Hillary's message, okay? Mm-hmm. Because Hillary said that you. Uh... And all these people were very, very aligned and close to Hillary Clinton. By the way, that was before 2016 election, if I'm not mistaken. During this time, I want the people to pay attention. Because during this time, there was a lot of things going on with these celebrities telling these the tabloids and telling media and telling everybody that pretty much had an ear to listen oh we go on Instagram or go on Twitter and talk about if Trump's elected they're leaving the country as if we regular individuals who don't have the luxury that they have should give a fuck but some of you people are just fucking stupid you know that's just kind of what it boils down to at this point you got to call it what it is. You got to call a spade a spade. Shout out to WAC 100. You got to call a spade a spade. Y'all niggas are dumb. And y'all know it at this point. That's why y'all know what's going to happen next. Oh, you worried? Terrorists and Hamas, all these sand niggas. Like, I give a fuck about them. Niggas is peasants. You drop me off down there. Should I smoke at least 20 of them niggas before they get me? Real rap. Fuck these Hamas niggas. Fuck all them niggas. I don't give a fuck. At this point, we just need. I think now it's it's time that we have a dictator like Trump back in office. How about that? How about that? We get we get the dictator back, and I think things will go back in the order. Niggas just get tired of countries and just yo. It's time to get rid of these niggas. Fuck it. We can't be dealing with this anymore. We can't. We can't let this country threaten threaten our way of living. We gotta nuke these niggas. We know it. We know it. I'm not warmongering. I'm not fearmongering. It is what it is. That's why I don't trip over it. Honestly, I don't give a fuck either way. Um, I still look at the country as top priority. 
over any other country because I live in the country. The fuck do I look like prioritizing another fucking country, taking money out of the country that needs it, a.k.a. our country with the inflation and give it to places like Ukraine? No disrespect. I'm fucked. Fuck the Ukraine. No disrespect. Fuck the Ukraine. No disrespect. Seriously, I don't care. Is, is, am I bad for saying that? Is, is is that like a thing? Is that like a violation? Is there an anti-Semitic type of word that they can put me in with, you know, the bad people? You know, it's like it's like Kanye West. They, they want to label us black skinheads. I'm going to say that again, because a lot of people didn't understand that song from Kanye West. It's like. Kanye West, they want to label us black skinheads because we think different. We function different. We're not the same as everybody, you know, assumes that we are, especially black folks. You know, niggas just got to get over that. You're going to have your opinion. Somebody else going to have their opinion. If you can't handle that, why the fuck are you going to be around people? That's why I'm not. That's why I don't hang around with people like that. I have, I have too much of a strong opinion and I have too many things to back my opinions up. So at the end, it's only opinions and, and it's not even opinions, really. It's just a, a, <laughs> a perspective of the facts, nigga, pretty much. It's the perspective of facts. You know what I mean? People have little emotion outbursts. These, these lefties, they, they lose it on a fucking daily basis. Shout out to Sky News Australia with lefties losing it. The lunacy of the left lives on like this shit is it's a never dying thing. And then when niggas like me, I'm not even considered on the right, but I'll be like in the center. Right. When I start spurging out and I tell people I don't like liberals, I don't want to deal with liberals. Um, if it's not business incorporated, I, I, would, I would rather not deal with liberals. I don't want to socialize with them. I want you all to understand that I'm not joking. I don't want to deal with these people. These people are wicked. At this point, I can pretty much say they're anti-American. And, you know, you know, niggas that want to burn the flag and all that corny shit, whatever. That's cool. That's cute. Whatever. You know, what I mean, um, I see a bunch of white people burning the American flag. They all got to go. And I expect to get I expect to get no time served either. I'm protecting the identity of this country. Niggas trying to burn the American flag. They all getting smoked. You know. Oh, this is pro-Palestine. Then take your ass to Palestine, then nigga. And to y'all pro-Israel niggas, take your asses to pro. To take your asses to Israel, then. And that's the Jews and the other people. I don't give a fuck. You look at the country and you look at the condition of the country, and you ask yourself, what more do we have to worry about? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the that's the question. What more do we have to worry about? Just a few months ago, you know, I was covering a lot of the immigration issues, the mi- the migration issues. That's why I tell niggas I'm not a one trick pony. You know, what I mean, my brain is multidimensional. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I don't got to stay on one wave. You know, I am the wave. You know, I am the water. I am the momentum that keeps the wave going. Through the grace of God. So I don't need to join any any groups, any chat clubs or anything. That's for fucking faggots. Respectfully. All this chit-chatting back and forth. Well, this person said this about this content creator. and That person's still on the internet going back. And, like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Get a fucking life. Niggas be living in the fucking chat rooms. It's, 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 it's disgusting. Niggas live in the chat rooms. 
pathetic. It's pathetic. You know what I mean? Sick of this shit. You know, I, I don't even want to go over the, uh, the rest of that. I don't even want to go over the rest of that. We're going to take this shit over a little bit, over an hour, at least an hour and 10, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. <clears throat> I'm hoping all these people are gone by the time I get into this fucking building because I am supposed to leave. I, I clocked in at 145 today, so I'm getting the fuck out of here at uh, 945. You know, I just felt like ranting a bit. You know, um, the fuck was I even talking? Oh yeah, these these uh Republican Democrats. Get them off and oh, get them out of the Okay, okay, that's cool. Thanks for playing randomly. Like I got a ghost in my car. There's a ghost in the engine. There's a ghost in this vehicle that's controlling shit. But anyway, um, so I, m- motherfuckers asked me like, yo, you know, why you? talk about politics so much it's like because niggas don't talk about politics simple <laughs> why not be well why not be well-rounded in something else than what people would expect you to do or what people rather than something you want to do you know there's some niggas that like to go golfing there's some niggas like me i got a skateboard in my trunk you know every now and then i like to hop on the skateboard I've been skateboarding since uh, since I was 13. Probably younger than that. <coughs> so for me, that's just something I like to do. I don't give a fuck what niggas say about me. I don't give a fuck about a nigga's existence. Respectfully. But I've always been like that. I, I, I would say now I'm just more bold about it because I, I literally don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I've stand ten toes, 10 toes down by myself. You know what I mean? Worked my way up from nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know, having to use my having to use my uh, my mom's car to get back and forth to work and shit like that. Like I, and not having a job for long and and fucking, you know, worrying about when I'm going to get paid or, you know, how I'm going to get money for the week or living situations like, oh, I've been through that shit by myself. So I don't I really don't need spectators. Like when you go on Facebook, what I mean by that is you go on social media, you have a lot of spectators, right? Or if you post something, you got a lot of people who see it. Some people react, other people just see it, right? Um, in a sense, like this, the spectators are like the people that are gonna watch you struggle. Like they're the people that are gonna watch you fall. They're gonna people. They're gonna be the people that watch you fail. And sadly enough, some of those people will be people that you consider close at one time. But you had to come to that conclusion like, oh, this nigga ain't close like that shit. You know, niggas was watching me down bad, not having nothing. And then it was always the people. And I I brought this up in the last episode or the episode before that, probably, where it's always the people that you least expect to help you out. It's the people that you don't know or some of the people, you know, but you don't really know like that. Those those will be the people that help you out. You know what I'm saying? And and it kind of it's kind of a reminder of in the sense of it doesn't matter like how long, you know, a person. Right. Because some people are really good at hiding their intentions. You know what I'm saying? Some people are really good at hiding their intentions. 
So you you can have somebody that in certain situations where, you know, niggas you grew up with, you know, in the same, you know, same block, same neighborhood, whatever, same community. Um, you know, y'all don't y'all not y'all not close like that, but y'all know each other. But then y'all start hanging out later on in life and then nigga becomes a snake or some other shit, you know, start doing some weird shit. You know, you didn't you knew him for long, but you didn't know him like that. You know what I'm saying? Like some people some people are really good at hiding their intentions. And I don't have time to play to play with people. You know what I mean? So if if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. If I don't, then I don't fuck with you. You know what I mean? I don't I don't play the bullshit games that a lot of people play and, and a lot of niggas will try to snake you. You know, a lot of niggas will try to set you up like that. You know, it'll be a person that never talks to you, right? Go up to you like, yo, what's good, bro? You got, you know, ask you for money, ask you for this, ask you for that. You know what I mean? And you may help the person out or be a nigga that need a ride. You thinking you helping him out and he's setting you up. He driving you away from the area that you at so he can have his boys rob you, set you up, take the car, take whatever. See, I don't trust niggas because, you know, people, the people that I know, they weren't, they weren't uh, loyal like that. I'll just leave it at that. They weren't loyal like that. You know what I mean? It was just like a bunch of piranhas. In a, in a shark tank, you know what I'm saying? Just a bunch of piranhas in a shark tank. And, um, you know, anything, you know, anything that somebody can get, they'll just rip it apart. Any opportunity, niggas try to shit on you. You know, anything positive you got going on, niggas try to throw dirt in your name. And that's when you kind of learn, like for me, I just learned to, to do things on my own. And, you know, I've been obviously, you know, a stronger individual from it. The only negative is, well, actually, there is no negative. The only negative really is I didn't I wasn't like this way. I wasn't like this. Until maybe like four or five years ago. <clears throat> Before I just had a, a, a large, well, a quote unquote, large circle of friends and uh, people I would hang out with. So that's like the so-called friends and the people I hung out with. Those were the spectators. Right niggas will watch you fuck up and you know people ain't really cool with you because they'll watch you fuck up and not say nothing a person that's really cool with you is gonna pull you to the side pause and tell you like yo you fucking up you know what i mean you need to you know and that's because you looking out for them it's not because you're trying to dog them and disrespect them that's why you pulled them aside to begin with some people don't understand it like that they they live on some niggerish shit so they just they just react animalistic Niggas aren't civilized. You know what I mean? Niggas aren't really multi... Niggas ain't really multi-dimensional. So it's always some two-dimensional way of thinking. Like, a nigga's trying to rob you or a nigga's talking shit about you. When a nigga's really just trying to look out for you. But see, a lot of people that been in those situations, they learn that that shit is... That's for the birds. You know, niggas is on their own. Never no disrespect, but niggas is really on the own. Because it's like... It's like taking an anchor out of the ocean and sort of a raft, right? You're, you're in a raft. You're on a raft. 
you're in the water. You got this rope that's connected to this anchor. You pull this huge anchor off and you put it on. <laughs> this is the best. You know, this is probably the best analogy that I just came up with. So you're on a raft, right? You know, the raft is pretty much a big flotation device. You find a rope, you pull the rope and you find an anchor and you put the anchor on the raft. What do you think is going to happen? Right. Some people, it's not worth pulling up. They too far down and they allow themselves to get to that level. You know, wish the best for them and move on. You know what I'm saying? Never know ill will, no, never know ill words unless ill words aren't directed towards me. Even if it was, I don't give a shit. You know, haters be too fucking occupied, you know, not, not trying to figure out what the fuck they got to do. And trying to figure out the bag for them. They want to try to finesse somebody else. Or they want to try to, you know, take advantage of somebody else. So they don't got to work. So they don't got to be productive. Nigga, fuck that. This nigga's out of their goddamn minds, man. It's Friday night. We going a little old. We're going a little overtime. Simply because... I feel like it. <clears throat> and plus, this will only make the episode, what, two hours and 15 or 20 minutes? It is what it is. 70, 40, uh, I said 70, 7, 45 p.m. Friday night. I guess this is a freestyle. We went, I kind of, I, I kind of lost myself because I listened to that entire thing earlier with academics. And I was kind of just lost in the fact that here's a guy who's allegedly been involved with all this shit, talking about all the things that has currently happened today within the documents and within the case five years prior. But the only thing that takes away his truth is the fact that he believes all of this wild, crazy Illuminati um I don't know what the fuck this nigga's on. I don't even know. Like he's on he's on he's on another planet. Let's just face it. He's zooted. Whatever he's on, he's zooted. But like I said, there's a possibility that he's seen too much. It's a possibility. And by the way, there was alleged that he received a settlement from Diddy for about like five point four a million, I think he said, $5.4 million. He received a, sell- a settlement from Diddy in which I believe had to come with a, um, a MDA for sure. Just a non-disclosable agreement of not mentioning, talking about anything, which he's, by the way, violating at the moment. Or, yeah, he violated at that time, five years ago. But yeah, shit is sketchy. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about it. Um... The Hassan Campbell situation, even more sketchier. Like, I don't even know what to say about that either. Niggas is incriminating themselves. Niggas is out here snitching. I mean, is this snitching? Yes, this is snitching. The reason why this is snitching is he's already held down for having a shootout with the police. Like, these these niggas had a three-star Grand F Auto shootout. Nobody was, nobody was hit, fortunately. But, um... Yeah, these niggas is burnt out. The feds, they're burnt out. You know the feds is burnt out. 
the feds is burnt out. We know this, right? Like, like I'm not, I'm not like trying to dog the feds. I don't want to be on a hit list, but let's be honest. Like, it's been a lot of crazy shit going on with those guys. The alphabet boys, you know, it's like alphabet soup. You know, just pick out the letters: DEA, FBI, CIA, NBC, CNN. You can't, you, you get my drift, right? You know where this is going, right? These fucking three-letter alphabet groups are the devil. Like these are the like the devil. The devil, okay? Not helpful for anybody. These three-level, three-letter alphabet groups are not good for anybody, especially blacks. They have a long history of uh, putting a black man down. I'm just going to say it like that. We're talking about the government. I'm not talking about the country, but the these certain people. I'm not even going to say the government. I'm not even going to say the government agencies. Certain individuals, the J. Edgar Hoovers and all these wasn't too privy of the blacks. This is a known thing. I'm not staring up any racial animosity. I don't care about that shit because these niggas is dead anyway. What am I going to do? Piss on a grave? What's that going to do for me? You see what I'm saying? Like, what is that going to do for me? Um, But there's a line that's sort of drawn from my from my perspective where it's like, Okay, what can be connected to the truth and what is just an outright wild, I, I won't call it a lie, but I'll say it's a wild accusation, right? Because I find a pattern where people who are automatically assumed crazy people are later on proven right about what they were talking about. Alex Jones, I mean, I can keep going. I mean, I can, you know, Alex Jones, he's a good example you know, this is why Tucker Carlson did an interview with him. You know, Fox and under different circumstances, Fox always shitted on fucking, um, um, you know, Alex Jones. He was kind of like the disgrace of the right. But although at that time he considered himself a libertarian, I think he still does consider himself libertarian. But for me, I would I would say center right not even set up right. I would say right, but just not that branch of right wing. Y'all don't, y'all don't get it. It's like people that say they're on the left versus people that say that they're leftist. It's kind of like that. It's, it's hard to explain. I'm not with these other people though. These cookie cutter conservatives. I'm with rednecks, white boys with shotguns and, you know, very, you know, damaging machinery. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm with those people. You know what I'm saying? Now, I may not physically identify with them, but we have very similar opinions about certain things. The amendment, uh, the amendment, the abortion situation, the migration situation. I mean, you know. But like I said, I don't I don't try to get too deep into it because I know people are hypersensitive. I just say things in a certain way that's more, I don't know, comfortable for me. Like for people that like, like, for example, if Trump's the, if Trump, if the only reason why people hate Trump is because he's a quote unquote racist, then they have no information about the previous presidents and what was said about minorities, black people or anything other than white people or anything other than American for that matter as president. That's all I'm going to say. You know, um, the shortcut of this is you guys are fucking stupid. You know, um, Donald Trump's a racist. 
but Biden has said wild out of pocket shit about black people, about Indian people, about gay people, right? This is all televised. You guys are fucking stupid and y'all don't do research. That's when I figured it out. Like, wait, these guys are dumb. So they're not, or they're just purposely being moronic. Maybe that's the thing. That's the routine of the left. You guys act stupid. You do stupid shit. You cry about things when things don't go your way. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of like the reaction. Um, you try to get people censored. You know, you try to take away people's livelihood, right? You guys talk about free speech this, free speech that, but you guys use that to dox people. You guys use that to 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 locate people's locations and houses so they can harass family members. You people try that. And this isn't a threat. This is just this is just going to be an automatic reaction. There is going to be severe consequences. Severe consequences of tragic proportion. You know what I'm saying? Because they sit back and this is why I don't respect a lot of right wing people. They sit back and try to tolerate it and and try to do things the right way. Sometimes you got to go left. Sometimes you got to go left right along with them and then make a U-turn. Sometimes you got to give these people the energy that they put out. This is why people like Pac said, how could you be an angel in a room full of devils, right? Or how can you be the good guy surrounded by nothing but evil? And by that sense, you're surrounded by darkness, even with the light, even even if the light is within you, you are still surrounded by darkness. And without that faith and without that insight, And without that third eye open, you'll just believe that you're living in darkness. A lot of us are living in darkness. A lot of people will say we're in dark times, but we won't won't even use that term because it's not about fear mongering. It's the darkness from within. Our dark times come from within. Our dark times come from the reaction of the negativity that's, uh, that's around us. You know what I mean? That's our darkness. You know, our darkness can transcend to our surroundings because of how we react, which is why a lot of people say they become products of their environment. But that's kind of like only if they allow it. You know, the product of the environment is certain things like you can take the hood out of the nigga, but you can't take the nigga out of the hood mentality where it's like you have to be animalistic and you have to be a so-called savage and you have to be on demon time and you have to do all these other things because everybody's talking about it and you're not really living your life and you're not really being legit and you're not being true to yourself. And you can be the corniest nigga in the world. You can be the corniest nigga in the world, right? But if you're true to yourself, you'll be more respected than the so-called real nigga. That's a fact. Look at these entertainers. Look at these businessmen. Look at these entertainers. They're all squares, respectfully. They're all squares. These hip-hop moguls, they, they've reached that level of success to where they don't have to be on the street corner. They don't got to do all that shit. They got magazine covers to be on. Like, they've transcended. They left that aspect alone. There's a lot of people, and I've said it before, um, especially in the black communities, they don't even have to be incarcerated. They're already institutionalized. 
by their surroundings. You allow yourself to be in a situation to where you'll die for a block that you own nothing on. You allow yourself to be in a situation to where you will live and die for a block that you own nothing on, that has no investment in you, that has no program, no job opportunity, no college opportunity, no growth and development opportunity for you in any way, shape or form. This is why individuals call it the trap. I didn't mean to go. I didn't even mean to go that deep. But sometimes it is what it is. Sometimes we got to break it down, man. I haven't done a Freestyle Friday in quite some time. This is technically not a Freestyle Friday. But because I am talking for an extra 15 minutes slash 20 minutes, why the fuck not? I got one, two. I don't got a lot of things to do. <coughs> but at the same time, <clears throat> I don't want to waste too much time. While I still have things to do, nevertheless, because I'm getting the fuck out of here at 945. Enjoy my weekend. The next week. uh, Next Friday, I got to do some more. I got to do some more running around. I got to finally get a car battery for my vehicle. Y'all niggas know I've been jumping my car for like the past two weeks gangsterism like just just straight thugging you know what i mean just out here riding like an outlaw i don't know the car can break down tonight knock on wood god forbid the most high yahweh shy yahweh forbid um you know i just been out here thugging the whole year has just been a it's been month after month of thuggery podcasting um struggling, back pains, illnesses, not crazy illnesses, like no STDs, chill, relax, pump your brakes, shorty, all that, nah. But, you know, a lot of fatigue, a lot of tiredness, a lot of music that was made, not too much music. Last year, the podcasting wasn't as good as the music. I put a lot of, I, I put a lot of time and effort last year into making music and I feel that in a lot of ways that overshadowed the podcast this year, I've been putting a lot more time into podcasting and the results are in and we're already 6.6 now um, thousand plays in. And this is just in a year from being at just 1000. And, um, you know, it's good to see results. You know, when, when you put in the effort, it's good to see people listening. It's good to see, you know, you know, people participating and, um, you know, following the podcast because, you know, I didn't expect anybody to fucking listen to this shit. When I first started, I was just venting. And I think that's the realest thing about me. When I was starting, I was in a bad place in life. When I started podcasting, I was not in a good place. I was not in a good place spiritually. I was not in a good place mentally. I was not in a good place emotionally. You know what I mean? And, um, you know. I don't know what it was. I guess I don't even know how to describe it, um, but shit changed drastically. And at first I was kind of like, you know, for some people that's just used to fucking up, you kind of like anticipate like when are things going to go bad? When are things going to go bad? Right. And, you know, things in return got better and better. And, you know, I kind of like gotten myself out of that situation 
But I think a big part of it was being able to to express that. You know what I'm saying? And without being a bitch, you know, all sentimental and shit. But y'all know what I mean. Um, and that helped a lot. And at the same time, you know, as I was talking about, you know, the red pill and I was going from relationships to friendships and how you start seeing things certain, you start seeing certain people and, and things around you differently. You don't have that same interest. You don't have that same, you know, uh, motivation and care about certain subjects that you had four or five years ago. Right. And you, and you lose a lot of friends because of that. But at the same time, uh, for me, you know, solitude really was the best thing I needed at that time. Really got a chance to just be in my own company and be comfortable in my own company. And then got back into making music in my own company and got back to podcasting in my own company. And the more friends I lost, I hate to say it, but the more friends I lost, uh, the more clear headed I was. Because I didn't have to deal with other people's problems, you know, and I never really burden people with my problems. I kind of deal with it like a man. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, the 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 only true option when going gets tough is pray to the most high. That's it. However, people, you know, pray. I don't it's not like I just go into a closet, go on my knees and pray. I pray to the most high in my mind. You know, I keep my mind focused on good, even if. If there's too much bad around me, I'll stay to myself because I know that I'm not I'm not good in that sense. And I can easily be motivated to do some stupid, retarded shit. So I realize for the sake of who I am as an individual and being aware of who I am and what I'm capable of, I just stay to myself. Because last thing I need is to be around some hating ass niggas and really have to crash out. You know what I mean? And lose everything that I work for, lose everything that I stand for, go against everything that I stand for. But, you know, everybody's different. Like, I don't I don't I don't care about what the next person does in a sense to where I'm judgmental. You know, what I mean, I have friends growing up who were gay, who I knew were gay. Right. This is the funny thing about it. I have friends growing up. I had friends growing up that I, that I knew were gay, but they try to be like, oh, whatever. Like, it's all weird. When gay people try to act straight, it's very bizarre. But I knew the nigga was gay. I didn't give a fuck. But, um, you know, he had, <laughs> he had came out like, this is after like three or four years of me not talking to this person, right? So I run into him one day, just on the random, I was at like the Chinese, I was at the Chinese spot. Y'all niggas already know the Chinese spot is rocking. The barbecue boneless spare ribs is rocking. The general sauce chicken is rocking. The sesame chicken is rocking. The egg rolls are extra crispy. Y'all know what it is. I'm black. Um, I was there getting food. He comes in and it's him and another, another dude that I used to hang out with a lot. Like, like probably like 2013, 14, some shit like that. <clears throat> He's like, yo, man, what are you doing? I'm like, getting food. You know what I mean? Nothing really. He's like, yo, you trying to hang out and smoke? I'm like, all right, whatever. Now keep in mind, people, like some people like me, I'm used to that. Where it's like, I'm realistic in knowing that everybody's busy. Like people got their own lives going on. People have their own things going on, right? 
So I could run into a person that I haven't seen in like five years, smoke a blunt and catch up with him as if I ran into him last week. You know what I'm saying? Other people, it's kind of awkward. This was an awkward situation because this was like 2019. I'm going to say 2019. So this was like six, five, six years since I've seen this person. We didn't, it wasn't in good terms. I'll just leave it at that. It's a lot of sketchy shit that went on. And, you know, this person, just to go briefly over this, I'm not exposing nobody in particular, but it was one of these guys, you know, one of these white kids, you know, I guess he grew up with a couple of street guys. I don't know, whatever. You know, he wanted to be down, as they would say. But um, he got jammed up. He got jammed up with some with some weed back in like 2013, which was a big deal. Of course, shit was illegal at the time. So this dumbass nigga decides that he's going to set the dealer up. Now, keep in mind, this nigga only bought an eighth of weed. This nigga set up the dealer over an eighth of weed. Look, right is right and wrong is wrong. Like, that's all the way wrong. Like, the nigga didn't even cop an ounce off of him. He copped an a eighth like, and, and snitched on him, set him up and everything. Worst thing about it was he set him up around the corner from my house. You know what I mean? Which doesn't only make me look crazy, but it makes the whole block hot now. You see what I mean? So I had issues with this person. And this person, after he did it, he found himself trying to disappear. Um, you know, he claimed that motherfuckers was after him and the nigga's life was in danger. So the bitch, so me and the bitch that I was fucking with at the time, uh, we just went over there. It was during the summertime. We went over there. I was over there for like a month and a half. Because this nigga was claiming that, you know, people were following him and all this other shit. So now this nigga made a foul move. But because he was solid as an individual, meaning he was solid as a person who was obviously a white person who wasn't a street person, who had no business in that type of activity and got no motherfuckers out there guiding the nigga and making sure the nigga was straight. And he was looking out for everybody at the time. You know, I remember him going to the store and he's told me, like, yeah, I'll be right back. You know, I'm in his house. You know, he just leave niggas in the house. It's me, the bitch that I was with. She white. It was a bitch that I was with. Me and somebody else is in the house. He's like, yo, just make sure everything's good. I'll be back. I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Niggas had all types of things just in case things kicked off. I'm not going to incriminate myself. But I'll put it to you like this. If anybody were to come in on some rowdy shit, it wouldn't end well for them. Because I was prepared. You know what I'm saying? Because... And... and I look back at it as as it was stupid on my end because realistically, even on top of the whole rat thing, he's not a rat. He's not a snitch. But he did some he, he he's not a snitch, but he snitched, if that makes sense. He's not a snitch because he's not in and of that urban environment, but he had told on the police and set a nigga up. But it was another square white dude who wasn't shit. He was a petty, 
you know, reefer slanger. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, Billy badass. You know what I'm saying? So it was comical for me, but at the same time, I was, I, I didn't give a fuck. Back then, I was well, I was willing to crash out anyway. I had that wish a nigga would mentality. And I was I was lucky, you know, shit never kicked off because I, I, I put I had put myself in stupid situations time and time again, repeatedly. And that's how I became so God fearing, because there is no there is no reason why I'm still here. You know what I mean? There is no reason why I'm still here. So other people, and it's like even even outside of the whole, you know, street shit, right? There's people who are just loyal. There's people who are blindly loyal. Those aren't good people to be around. Because the people who are blindly loyal, you do the slightest things that they don't agree with, they'll turn against you. They hit that switch, they go the opposite direction, they turn their back on you. You can help them out, and this kind of gets into why I don't really fuck with them. You can help a person out when they're down and out. Look out for a person, make sure a person's good. But then when you're down and out, you don't hear from the people. That's kind of the revelation. That's when you realize, okay, who your true friends are. Some people stand alone. I'm one of the people that stand alone. I mean, there's there's friends, distant friends that I still talk to every now and then. But I don't really hang out like that. You know what I'm saying? Unless niggas is doing something like on some sophisticated shit. Niggas going to the to the bar. Niggas going to the restaurant. You know what I mean? Going cop the outfit. You know, stun out real quick. But other than that, I don't I don't just hang out and do lollygagging and bullshitting. You know what I mean? Niggas is trying to niggas is trying to really get a bag and stay above water. But as I always say for the Freestyle Friday, in the meantime. And in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode of Freestyle Friday edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm signing out. Peace.